watching prohibition fall down. All right, guys, we're going to get into the grow. Get in, not my grow. My grow is shut down for the summertime of time. Hey, I'm going to have an intervention with you about that. They have these things got- called air conditioners. So they're like a $169 a Canadian tire. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they sell tires. We'll they sell you can air conditioners balls. there. <laughs> talking when we talk about what's going on in my grow. I'm getting excited though. I'm getting ready to go to a water slide in Birch Bay, just across the border here. I haven't been to a water slide in quite a while. There used to be one uh, by me when I was a kid. They called it Wet Willies Water Park in Valley Park, Missouri. Old school shit, dude. Telling you, like branding that, has like, come a long way, hasn't it? Wet Willies. I think Wet Willies is good. You don't like that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, uh, but today we're gonna talk about growing cannabis. Can have a little fun. Little uh, culture into it, a little, a little, a little laughing. Good times. We're all learning together here in public because I don't know what some of these are. First, though, I picked two dank nugs for this show. We got Purple Magic and Skunk Hero by Sensi Mia. I like uh, it. And Sour Sunshine by Best Coast Genetics by Neem is my cologne. <laughs> Neem does have a very interesting uh, smell to it. I've been to a store that has Neem soap, Neem everything. Probably had Neem cologne. Swollen calyx, is that right? Calyx, yeah, calyx, calyx. I don't know. You say calyx, I say calyx. You won't correct, you won't get corrected either way, man. Chai Town Grower, I picked that one because I'm really quite unfamiliar. If somebody asked me, dude, tell me about the calyx, I'd be like, hmm, I gotta look and get some info here. Yeah, uh, I'd just be like, they're from- swole, man, those are swole. Next steps for my inadvertent outdoor by show enough. <laughs> and a small grow space, but a lot of passion. Please help by the Saucy Bandit. Love the DDC names, guys. Awesome. <laughs> uh, before we hop into the show, talk about dogrows.com forward slash port. And I've come up since learned kind of a not a new reason, but why we need your guys' support at $10 a month when you're supporting the show. Uh, we're going to do some collaboration. We were talking with Mr. Grow It lately and a little envious. Some of it, and he puts out good content, and some of that content gets a shit ton of views. Um, he's got a couple different Isn't channels. Isn't Envy but... one of the deadly sins? Uh, Might I think be. So. I gotta fucking visit that Seven movie again. <laughs> uh, just don't watch Lust. Lust is just, <laughs> just bad. Come to find out, I didn't even know when your videos are age restricted, you're not even part of, I think, the greater algorithm or maybe even shadow banned a little bit. This is all new shit to me. But we were uh, sitting there around bullshitting about it. I was convinced we were shadow banned this weekend and it kind of depressed me a little bit. You know, I was like, you know, I, I don't know. It just it made me sad that uh, I would look for some, I was actually looking for the Rob Dunn interview. I was thinking about getting him back on the show, that professor from, mm-hmm. uh, uh, shit, where is he from? North Carolina, NC State. And I was looking for our interview and I couldn't fucking find it. Like it was buried behind. There was things with 414 views that were, you know, terrible Zoom calls that were above our 5,000 view uh, uh, video or interview. So just made me wonder. I was talking to, like I said, Mr. Grow It. He was talking about how he doesn't age restrict his videos. He keeps them really clean, talks about plants. It's not possible uh, for us to keep everything that clean. It's not what we're clean. doing. It's not what we're doing. Thank God we have your support. You know, with your support, we can do the show that we want to do and keep it really honest. Hundred percent, and it's not all about YouTube either. Of course, it's about the DGC. This show will go on regardless. Hopefully, YouTube is going to be cool. It's just a cool vehicle. I'm not going to lie; it's a cool tool. It's a good way to put out video content. Um, <laughs> listen to us on any of your MP3 players out there. 
Uh, but dudegrows.com forward slash support. When you do support the show, we kick back, man. You're going to get to order some dank genetics. It's actually featured in a dank nug today from Best Coast Genetics. You can order the free seeds from Seeds Here Now. Scotty's hooking up everybody with 30% off recharge or fusion recharge. Man, you make your no joke. membership back right away. Yes. Uh, as well as hanging out in DDC Discord, new, new members. There's an area, I think they call it a room, or maybe, yeah, I think so, uh, that you can ask questions on. There's a good community over there. We're going to get quick answers and help you with your grow, um, as well as it's just uh, there's concentrates, people talking news, culture, just having a good time at all times. I don't care if you're one of those night owls at all times of the day. Shout out. Thank you, Maestro, Soup, and everybody else over there on the admin making that thing hum along. Yes, I dig it. Did yes. you do your, are you in the Discord universe now? Uh, somewhat, somewhat. I think you're going to be, you're going to be next here hanging out. And yeah, I dig it. has a shit ton of functionality for sure. It's super cool. It's just, for me, it's a matter of time in the day, you know, how much, right. How much, and, and most, I don't, I'm not a good sitter. So well, can not, I wear my VR goggles? Perfect. Perfect. Uh, one more thing, patrons, if you haven't checked, uh, your email or being hit by the message, I made a post. I got some iRe genetics available now. Again, I got I stocked up a little bit, and I'm not I'm not I'm holding it just for you guys for the next week. And anybody that's supporting the show in Canada, Canada growers that is, because I wanted to be able to hook that up. Uh, go on over to the post uh, with iRe genetics post, and you'll be able to see where to get yourself these seeds, man. Save yourself a little bit on the shipping, uh, straight from Canada to Canada, man. Keeping it real for you guys. Hey Guru, did you try that Oculus, the VR Oculus thing? I I have tried an Oculus multiple times before. They're would, pretty cool. I don't have one myself personally. Would, would you do a gardening program if you just walk through like this amazing garden? I mean, I know they have like th- three the 3D tours you can do on there where you can right. like swim next to sharks and do all that stuff. I don't know. Gardening mm. tour on there would be kind of cool in the right you, garden. No, you got to climb up the tree and cut the coconuts off with the machete and you could fall. Yeah, I got I got this. Patent pending. Okay. That was kind of random, but I'll take it. Uh, also, all you other Canadians, after next week, like I said, I'll share the link with everybody. Um, you'll be able to hook up with Smire Genetics as well. So let's get into the show. Dank yes. Nugs, man. There's a lot. I had to pick two today. First off, Purple Magic and Skunk Hero by Sensi. Mia. <laughs> right. I have to say it like that. Uh, this is, hey, guys, Don't you don't need. Wow, that looks kind of nice there. Right, let me do narration first. Hey guys, you don't need to post these. They may not be the best work. Well, nice way to a... follow instruction there, dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to show you guys my first harvest in five years before I start trimming. That's like, hey, nice. first harvest, man. And be- uh, before he's trimming too, man. So let's be kind watching of- Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> so that's his trimming go-to movie, I guess. It's pretty. What? What? Have you seen that? I'm assuming everybody's familiar with Harry and the Andersons, no? i kind of seen it. seen a little bit of it, man. Okay, I'm not sure it held my interest for the whole night. I think it's about like a Sasquatch that lives with a family. <laughs> I think it is, yes. Okay, I remembered a shit ton and learned a bunch about using uh, just cocoa as a medium. These clones survived a lockout, which I should have just popped new seeds. And I also learned newts using cocoa and formulating a tea recipe I'm still oh, working on. Good not to mention... Up. The last days of harvest, it was like 120 degrees in my driveway, 100 in my bedroom with AC. What does that say? What do I, how do I say with AC what? Gadium? 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 Gadatum. Gadatum? I'm not sure. God, God damn. Ah, I like it. How about that? Uh, 
Still keep a lot of terpenes. Smells like more orangey skunk with a hint of cheesy skunk. Lost some of the mandarin in the heat. I'm hooked again after five years. I got another one coming for you. Dude, looks great for your first harvest. Yes, I didn't follow instructions. I wanted a feature for Dank Nug specifically because of that. And congrats on pulling it off. Yeah, thanks for not shutting your grow down when it got really hot. I mean, nothing, nothing, dude. Trying to poke them, man. I was on, yes. No, I was on time. You can't, I mean, he is, why not finish? I finished. I just finished probably a week earlier with that GMO. I could have right. gone another week. Let right. us know. I see on the bottom here he's got that. Are any other growers out there using this? It's called the Enhancer by TNB, which is something naturals. How that CO2 works, I mean, you can only tell by monitoring it. So don't tell me unless you're monitoring it because I don't like when people are like, oh, CO2 works great. What PPMs is it maintaining? I'm right. kind of curious when you're not running to tank anything out there that's doing okay for you. I haven't gotten my hands on one of those yet or been able to like try it out and see. Uh, a- they claim that it, it can put enough CO2 in a 4x4 to get it over 800 ppm. It don't so. take much. I mean, I'm in that little sealed, what is it, a 6x12? We're hanging out there. The door's open. I do shut the CO2 off because I'm you have the door open a lot of times, bringing containers in and out or hoses in and out. I'll be damned if the CO2 isn't 1,400, 13, 1,400 just from me being in there. If I'm enclosed in there, it goes up to like 2,200. Like, it is amazing how much CO2 one person emits. Um, I agree, but that's just when you're in there, of course. It's not that long. But, that's but meaning it doesn't. Yeah, it just doesn't cycle. seem like it. I, you know, you would think it would take you have this burner that's burning all day long. But the only we- reason it's doing that a lot of times is because you're losing air. But if you've got a truly sealed room, see, a little bit of CO2 can last a long time. Hey, I see Dunslinger79 here comments, says, congrats. Looks good by me. Your grows only get better every grow. You may want to cut back on the nitrogen a little earlier in the flower the next grow. Happy growing. You know, I see Dungslinger79. He always has some different comments, some good like Jack Handy type shit. Uh, so we got one here called live, love, work, and play hard. There's no extra innings or timeouts in life. When it's over, it's over. I would have, could have, and was going to are all sad commentaries on a life not lived. All right. Well, there's some deep shit, man. I like it, though. That's uh, that's useful deep stuff. That's something I can use. Yeah, Jack right? Handy was more just sarcastic comedy a little bit. Yeah, that is useful. Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. And what does Jack Handy mean? <laughs> Another dank nug. Sour Sunshine by Best Coast Genetics, posted by Neem, is my cologne. I'd like, I wouldn't do the cologne thing, but I don't mind the smell of Neem at all. My cologne called the Dutch. Uh, says, if you think the DGC patron freebies would grow like freebies, hey, some freebies can grow good, but I know I see where you're going. Uh, Sour Sunshine brought the dank big time. I grew this lady under an HLG 225, a 225 watt LED from Horticultural Lighting Group in a three gallon radical bag with mega okay. crop, one part, interesting, and you guessed it, a recharge. Yes, uh, this sounds like a cool, simple setup. I love it. This was one lesson. She exploded the last 10 days, put on some big weight and filled my jars with some sweet, sour gas. Come on. I just got to throw it. Damn, it feels to be a Mish Gangster. Okay. Damn, it feels good to be a Mish Gangster. 
I like it. Uh, if you don't get your DGC Patreon subscription set up, do it now. Long live the DGC. Thank you. It's always nice to see the seeds people have grown out that we're hooking up for supporting the show at dudegrows.com forward slash support. And the one part, I'm not familiar with the mega crop one part. Interesting. Um, I do run, uh, oh, what is it? It's a one part from Green Planet and it's a 433. But I don't use it only as a one part. I use Rainbow Nutrients as full line. But when I'm in early veg or I'm just quick rushing around, I just need to know I need to hit something. I right. like that. It's fairly fish-based maybe with a lot of micros in it as well, just because I can tell by the funk on it. Um, Dude, but I'm working on my own one part, man. Fucking, it's just something. It's like right. The time is right to design, to make it really simple for everyone to grow. Get away from the children. It looks like nerds in a vial. Like I said, I ordered like green nerds. You had to order six pounds of them though. And then <laughs> it, again, you could do the whole bonus thing with the eight pounds of cereal marshmallows if you wanted. So I ordered those. Let me know Nima's my cologne. I mean, if you truly use that one bottle and just recharge this whole grow, I'm curious. I'm curious. Just let me know what was your media um, and was any other inputs in there. But the nugs look freaking fabulous. Like yeah, that. I would like to know as well. Jeez. Yeah, they got some good size on them. All right. Grotalk, we got uh, Swollen Calyx by Chiton Grower. Okay, Chai Town, Chai Town. Thank you. Uh, hello, Scotty Dude and the rest of the crew. I'm wondering, hello. If, uh, is this what a Swollen Calyx looks like? I've been growing it for about a year, but not seen buds getting this big at the tips and wondering if a Swollen Calyx is, um, and is it desirable? Or is it more of a sativa-type bud structure? I have up to now grown more indica-dominant strains, and this girl might be more sativa-dominant. This girl's purple jack, which is granddaddy purple crass with jack, her, her, from Irvine Seeds. Just ended week eight of flower. The trichomes are still more clear, so I plan to keep growing another week. Big buds and frost everywhere, my favorite grow to date. I don't know what I'm looking at this picture. Like, what are the calyxes? The calyxes are like those little, they're like the hard little, they look like almost like uh, Christmas trees on, on the bud. Some of them have them really pronounced sticking up. Sometimes they are really swollen. When you get really hard nug, uh, it's usually got a, you know, hard calyxes and then they're covered in trichomes. The, the, the calyxes are where trichomes for the most part are created on the plants. They're the actual flowering growth of the plant. So it's not like your uh, three or five or seven fingered leaves or anything like that. It is the actual flower that is growing on the cannabis where the part we want to smoke. Um, and just to answer his question really quick, these are not swollen calyxes. They, have, they, have, they are about to start to swell, um, but these are not swollen calyxes. Well, how about I do a little shout out to Maestro. Very in-depth comment here, and I shouldn't have to ask you, Scotty. I'm sure you, you'll do a little interrupting so we can learn in public, but I'll start doing the narration because this is some good info. Get out your notepads. Maestro says, many new growers will often see a swollen pre-flower calyx and mistake it for a seed pod after it's gone through utter frustration from not being pollinated. Mature, unpollinated buds can finish almost round. The biggest yield determining factor are the finished size of the bract we call, we call bud, a.k.a. calyx. As calyxes are the outer leaf layer trichomes form on. They form on mature, they form and mature in stages. Genetics determine how they will structurally group up to form a flower structure on the stem. Dense clusters are wispily sta staggered, for example, all influenced heavily by hormones. 
hormone ratios change through maturity, triggered by mineral ratios, enzymatic functions, and the other environmental factors causing the calyx to plump up during proper sessient. Wait, sessience? Is that sessience? Senescence. Senescence is a plant getting ready to die, right? Slowing down. It's killing itself. Okay, so that's what senescence is. Are you following me? You dig? I'm fucking digging this, man. I'm learning. I got my notepad out. These false seed pods will only mature completely given enough time and under the right conditions. Mineral ratios available during sessions do matter. Senescence. Senescence. Thank you. Senescence. It's like freaking uh, psilo whatever acid. Silicic. It's not silicic. Yeah. You know what? What did I pronounce this morning? Mispronounced? Grew gently corrected me. Consortia. Consortia. It's not a consortium. It's a consortia. All right. Senescence. Um, that's why products like mineral frost exist. So I guess he's saying that mineral frost is giving, like you're not taking away the nutrition completely and you're flush and whatnot. This is oh, winter, winter frost. Winter frost, I think is what he's talking about. Correct. Yeah. And as far as not when, I, when we've talked about, I think guru, you agree with instead of like me, the last 10 days or longer, when I go to plain water, why not just go to maybe 400 BPM? Right? Is this that the philosophy? Yeah, the the staggering down. You don't need to cut it and stress it, uh, like water stress it that way. Um, but cutting your nutrients down, um, you're going to save money on nutrients. Uh, okay, we're going here. There is no mistaking a truly finished plant. If there is any question, it's not ready. Stressed, unhealthy plants will have tiny buds with mature trichomes. Interesting. Um, a healthy plant with proper development will have trichome and flower maturity occur together. Oftentimes, healthy plants have mature trichomes and stalled flower growth as trichomes don't wait for anyone, Scotty. They don't wait. Okay. Yeah. The overall size is relative to the girth of the stem it forms on. Tiny stem, tiny calyx. Some buds can have individual dried calyx the size of a pinky nail when done right. If the trichomes sparkle, they are not ready. If you see a huge round calyx that looks like sugar has been dumped on it, you've done a great job. Yeah, the very top you know, of the plant should not have new calyx forming when ripe. Okay. I, I will say that some of the most resinous bud was I hung out with Jay Maestro in Florida, I don't know, a couple months ago. And it would, I had, he had three different strains and they were fucking sugar. I mean, they were fire, but they were just so frosted. It was amazing. But that last the comment there when he's saying the very top of the plant should not have a new calyx forming when ripe. So I see when my plant is going through ripening stage when I think, hey, maybe I have a week left. I do sometimes see new like white hairs like I think and the calyx is pushing up. That's something that uh, I mean, that that is what foxtailing is, where like that is kind of new vegetative growth in flower coming out, um, of, the coming out of the calyx at the end. Uh, that is a foxtail. And what like is that? That's strain dependent. That's hormones. Could be, could uh, be a few things. Very hormonally controlled uh, by the plant. And like. Jay Meister is saying here, you can control hormones of the plants with the nutrient ratios that they get. Um, it, it is like the, the turn-on effect that winter frost has. That right. is the right nutrient ratio to get that plant thing it needs to finish up. Um, but you can also, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Guru, do me a favor. I asked you to see if you could find a picture of really pronounced uh, calyxes. I tried to find. Are, I think this one works. This is fine, yeah. Look, you see how those are just, they're firm. You know, you could... Uh, you could squeeze them. 
Oh, and yeah, remember where I was going with that. Uh, swollen calli- or having foxtail bud and like a uh, more airy bud like that right. isn't necessarily a bad thing depending on like the use case. If you're yeah. making hash, you've dramatically increased the surface area of the bud that's available to be washed without having to break it apart and introduce chlorophyll and stuff. So that's a positive. Um, if you're looking for like good smokable flour, usually foxtail bud's not the best. No. And it usually is check your kelp at the end if you're using all shit with <clears throat> kelp. It can make them fox tail. Kelp or anything that's going to have gibberellins and jasmonics in yep. it, uh, like methyl jasminate or any type of jasmonic acids, are going to have that effect where they can either increase the size of the, the trichome heads or make the, the bud more airy. Like that is what, with the nutrient ratios, when you change them, um, you're getting the plant to change its ratios of those hormones that it has. Uh, you can also hack around it and just give those hormones to the plant directly. I'll be do it safely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude's gonna get high. Okay, we got a good comment here. You guys got a video out. You and Banner, shout out. Uh, cup in cup cloning method. Yes, uh, the simplest way to clone cannabis is the title of it. And Daniel D Love says, "Wait, no, Daniel D says love this. I get good results following this method. What the main reason for the cup and cup method is to check root development and the main reason for catching it. your runoff in a summary." It's fucking easy. It is so goddamn easy. You take a cut, you take a nice sharp cut of it, you clean it up a little bit, you dip it in some uh, root gel just to make sure it doesn't get a bubble up it, and then you put it in some cocoa. There's a little bit of enriched cocoa with a little bit of castings in there, and that's it. You just set it. I set this over. Now we're talking bare. There's no roots yet. Cloning. Straight up cloning. Yes. This is three or four days ago. That's what a clone's supposed to look like. There's no clone dome. What's your media? I uh, just got some cocoa with some castings in it, a little bit of perlite. My so mix. is that preferred? You could do the same concept with peat, I assume. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I sure do like cocoa. My cocoa okay. just yeah, holds a lot of air. Just works. Okay. I dig. I dig. So, but anyway, yeah, little uh, progress report on it. This thing looks great. I've got another that I actually put in the grow that looks great as well. And it really is important to have these under the right, you know, the right amount of light. You can't starve them for light. So have them next to a house plant. I might put this girl in the grow as well. What come on, what Chad come on, what Chad Westport say? <laughs> What's his comment, man? <laughs> he said uh one girl, two cups. He did say that, didn't he? That's what we're looking at. Uh that's what's playing on YouTube to you, as brother. well, guys. I wanted to tell you to check it out. It's titled uh, Cup and Cup Cloning Method. Link in the show notes here. The simplest way to clone cannabis. Yes. I don't know. I'll give <laughs> that a try. I'm still pretty sold on my wrapped rock wool. But the only thing cool about that is once that clone roots out, like it's it's got a home there for a while. I don't have to move it too quick versus like a, a peat plug. I got to move it pretty quick into another, like I'll be planting into that size container. I will say, though, I was just, <laughs> can't believe I'm saying this, but it's true. I was just reading in my microbe digest, uh, digest rather, that uh, it's, they call it stone wool in commercial production. And microbes have a hard time colonizing on stone wool. You can get the mycorrhizae to hit the roots, but trying to build a really good rhizosphere, I know it's just a one inch cube, so it's no big deal. But yeah, I just, just thought that was interesting. My wife right did She just told Another- me. Can I go in a row talk room? question? <laughs> Next steps for my inadvertence outdoor by show enough. So yes. hello again, DGC fam question today about the outdoor situation that I've gotten myself into. 
This girl was accidentally abused and stunted initially to the point where I thought the plant was dying and wouldn't grow. After a while, the other plants were ready to flip the flower, and this plant was still basically a seedling. I didn't have the heart to kill the plants without giving it a fighting shot. I feel you. I feel you. I have a hard time with that. So I put the container outside, sprayed with some neem once a week, and hoped for the best. Good old-fashioned sunlight seemed to really do the trick, and now I have a fairly large growing cannabis plant in my backyard. All right. But ain't that the truth? You just throw it in Mother Nature, let her do the work. Some decent soil, maybe given a little bit of fertilizer, maybe not, bam. Well, check it out. You can show um, the picture of it here, and I'll say in advance, it says, sorry about the shitty pick. I need to work in my tent, so I can't be walking through the yard at the moment. Good thinking, good thinking. Uh, but here's the question of it. As of right now, she's in a five-gallon bucket with about two, like just we're talking uh, not nursery container, like a Home Depot bucket with two inches of perlite in the bottom. Is <laughs> he shitting? Don't shoot at the bottom of the bucket would be the first advice I have for you. Uh, don't what? <laughs> it's not like a target right He's got a target for like oh, a yeah. pellet rifle or a twenty-two or something there right. set up in yeah, front of the bucket. Yeah, plants are alive. They don't like that. Ricochet, uh, ricochets happen. Nah, it doesn't, doesn't break the bucket. doesn't hurt it. You just don't mess. So with about two inches of perlite in the bottom and filled up with about three and a half gallon mark with cocoa perlite, I hope you have drainage holes in there because I've seen people plant in these five gallon buckets with no drainage holes and you need drainage. Um, oh do you all think she can make it? Uh, when we look at this picture, by the way, you can see that he only has by this sh- the shadow line kind of of the soil. He's got another, almost looks like six inches sure. of, of room. He planted with a lot of uh, headroom, if you will. So he wants to know, uh, do you think that he can make it through the harvest if I keep it, keep her well fed? If that's not, if not, what's the smallest container I should use? I can't put her in the ground. We have a horrible mole and vole and groundhog problem. Also, sorry for the shitty pick. Need to work in my tent so I can't be walking through the yard at the moment. I already said that. Good to go. So you need to repot. Like this is too. I mean, you could pull this off. It's a little small. So feeding it isn't really going to be the issue the hard part is going to be keeping it watered especially outside uh in full sunlight in that container it's going to grow really fast it's going to drink really fast um as long as you're feed uh, i don't think he said if it's in like a soil or so this media or what he's feeding it but if you're feeding it from like bottles or something like that that's not really a problem you can keep it in that size pot and it'll be fine the hard part will be having to water on top of the watering multiple times a day um, as that thing gets bigger, especially in that small home. He so going to like a 15-gallon pot with yep. just some soil in it would be a, a good play. Cocoa Perlite. Uh, says, sure enough, update. I just I just broke and bought a nice <coughs> big pot to put it in. Hey. Uh, I don't have enough, enough space. It will be vegging for the next month or so. It might be ve- Yeah, it will be vegging for another about another month at least. And keep in mind, during this next month, because um, you're saying I'll have a monster come harvest, control that. You can still grow too big of a plant right. in a 15 gal container. So yep. you got you could top back a couple times at least before uh, you get going into bloom. And you can also trim, trim off the swag as well. Those little bottom buds that aren't yeah. going to be anything. Just like you do in, a, in an indoor grow, you really want to direct the energy to those big buds. Do the same thing in an outdoor grow. And if it's fairly mobile or if you have a way to move it without breaking your back, if let's say this plant gets eight hours of full good sun a day, right? you only want it to have, you know, slow it down because you think it's getting too big. Four hours of really good sun and the rest of the time you move it over to the shade, still going to do all right. 
like, and then bring it back to when you get into bloom, it's full, you know, you want to get as much sun as possible for that right. energy sucking process. So Man, it sounds like a pain though. It It is. It's just so, you know, just be a tip towards the end of veg. If you're like right. worrying about it getting too big. Yeah. At um, least a 10 gallon, 15 gallon, I think would be really good. And, but when we say this outdoors, some people pull off, I've seen, you know, five gallon little porch, little balcony off of apartment with an right. auto or whatever in it. But you have be strain specific with that. Do your research because some strains want to grow like bushes. Others can be pretty damn chill and stout for sure. That would be a determining factor in your success and your frustration. If you're not familiar with training and pruning and topping and ton, good way to learn though. Absolutely. Right, on show enough. Thanks for chiming in. I hope you get a good outdoor harvest off of that. Looking good so far, though. Oh, now is the time to shout out to while well, you're reading in your what'd you say, microbe digest? Microbe digest. Yes, you know, a lot of times I'll be enjoying a passion fruit and coconut flavored Malibu splash while reading my microbe <laughs> digest. And I got to tell you, uh, the combination is quite relaxing. The Emma Shadows of Real Growers Recharge. I want to get guys. sponsored by these guys at some point, man. Am I getting any closer, you think? You're getting no closer. I've had this in my place for about, what is it, about six months we've had this guru? Yep. Somehow it showed up here, and uh, we offer it to people when they come in just as a test. And if they say yes, we take it back and we give them dirty looks, man. <laughs> so it's, no, it's just a test. You failed, man. Only one person just failed. Only one person has accepted that Malibu splash the entire time. Who's that? Warehouse um, guy. I don't, don't want to. <laughs> dude from Australia. He didn't know what the fuck was going on. He was just trying to. He's <laughs> from Australia. <laughs> All right. Again, realgrowers.com. If you guys want to pick up some recharge for your grow, if you've been here, us talk about it on the show. You're in the know. I got to stop doing that. But uh, it's a great way to get microbes. Not only microbes, you got the other goodies in there, man. You got. A microbe consortium. Is that right? A microbe consortium? I think it's consortia. Like, shut, like shut your mouth. Humic, fulvic, kelp, molasses, all the good stuff you want to get into your soil, especially if you're growing with a more of an inert style, which I'm fine with. You got a straight cocoa or peat, and you want to get some funk in there through like an instant tea, this is the way. Uh, if you're a Canadian grower, rechargecanada.ca. You want to learn more? I'm sure Scotty can tell you some. Dudegrows.com, search bar, put in recharge. You're going to hear it. Microbes. Microbes changed my mouth. life, dude. They changed my life, all right? That's what the shirt should say. Dude, Whether you know, one thing I was talking about when I was talking about that soil is, or making soil before, cocoa, perlite, and castings. Because castings have organic material, and they should, if they're done right, have a bunch of microbial life in them. That is so freaking important. When you can start introducing that into your soil mixture, Recharge does it by every time you oil once a week when you water, you reintroduce microbes. But it is so important. They have, there's so many advantages to, you know, from uh, allowing the, the roots to absorb nutrients at a, a much wider range of pHs because the microbes are absorbing. You know, the, the, they're just transferring it right to the roots, man. They all get along. Uh, to just being able to even store more nutrient right in the soil. I mean, when the bacteria, the sticky bacteria, drop billions and billions of them on the soil, yep. um, the nutrient sticks to them. And we talk, damn, it's blowing up, man. She's getting real out there. Anyway, man, I love talking about recharge, man. Don't get me started, all right? 
All right. I will not get you started. Coupon code do it at realgrowers.com, guys. RechargeCanada.ca if you're a Canadian grower. All right. Yeah. Question three. Right on. Small space, but a lot of passion. Help by the saucy bandit. Saucy. Hey, DDC, I've been listening to the podcast almost every day since I got my job at a medical grow facility. Nice. Very cool. Uh, that always makes me happy. Always trying to keep people company in the in grow. The, in the partial prohibition land of North Florida two months ago. Mm, um, interesting. I'd love to know where. Partial prohibition. Is that where you're just growing as some huge commercial grow? You're one of like 12 licensees that paid $48 million each? I'd love to know. I really would. That's awesome. In the last 60 days, I've listened to all of the 2021 podcasts and most of the 2020. All right, don't burn out. Slow hey, down. Don't go back too far, man. There's a, there's a, you know, there's a part where we weren't that good. You got to come up with the episode number. Do not go be, you don't behind 421. All right. Right. Uh, from everything I've learned from the DDC over this time, I realized that I need to care more about what I was trying to buy as my medicine. That led me to the great epiphany that only, only way to know exactly what I'm putting in my body is if I'm the one raising the plant from genetics I've acquired from trusted sources. It's true. That coupled with the fact that I want to make this job my career and I am now ready to try my practice or to practice my job at home. After weeks of trying to convince my girlfriend who doesn't smoke herself, I can finally say that I'm ready to start getting my supplies for a small grow, one, one plant grow. However, hey, congratulations and hey, congratulations. That's a, that's a no small victory. Convincing your girlfriend that doesn't grow, that doesn't smoke to let you grow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. The opposite is like, I'm not saying that's a bad situation, but if the girl's like, yes, please grow and waiting for this. And, uh, hey, you're going to save money here in the long run. You're going to pick up an awesome silks, uh, skill. So as much as oh, I could do. I would have used the, I would have used the, you know, if I can start growing my own, I could save some more money and buy you a ring, maybe a nicer ring. I don't know. <laughs> Go, you should grow, baby. Um, however, much like the dude, I'm the type of person that if I feel I'm going to want something in the future, I don't want to have to purchase a cheaper version just to get by. Right. So... With all that in mind, I have a few questions, but I have to explain my parameters for the grow. The grow will need, here we go. The grow will need to be in a closet of an apartment in humid North Florida. The tent needs to be under five foot, 10 inches tall and no larger than two by three foot wide. Okay. Sucks because a two by four would be nice. I think yes. you're gonna just bump down to a two by two. I don't know if they have the two by three. It needs to be as silent as possible because it will be in my bedroom closet Right. The smell outside the tent needs to be as low as possible. This is what he currently has in mind for the setup, Scotty. A Grow Gorilla 2x2 shorty. Okay. Uh, that's the short version of a 2x2 Grow Tent. AC Infinity Cloudline T6, good fan. Not sure. That must be a 6-inch fan. I would go Cloudline T4 Yeah. for, for this. I'm even like uh, the Grum setting up. My tent got here today. Going to set that up when I get home. Um, the I think I, I have a T4 for... For that tent for a five by five so you nice. definitely don't need a six inch fan especially one of the ones with that controller where it like smart dims itself up and down um he's got one and five gallon radical bags um he says if they come back in stock they are being made now in colorado um they will all be back in stock on the radical bags uh hlg 100 r spec nice and ah. Are you going to go brighter than that? For You can go a full grow in a two-by-two. Two. I might want a little more power, even if I have to dim it down, than 100 watts. What do you think? In a two-by-two? Two? I think 100 yeah. watts is fine for a two-by-two. Two. 
uh, just personally. But this is uh, just you're going to have one plant in here. I would do one five. Gallon. Uh, good point. Good point. Yeah. One but five gallon plant. Just put the hundred right over it. Uh, I don't I don't know a ton about the AC Infinity, but I'm sure you could find. I've seen people that that uh, circulate with those little computer fans. You know, something yeah. really quiet like that. And I mean, it's just going to make a little bit of noise. But uh, yeah, you should be able to pull this off. This looks about right. This is a wanted to run new mill newts, but can't find a way to get them locally. So probably be going rainbow newts because I can get that at my local hydro store. Right on. Also, we'll be making sure our warm casting is recharging kelp. Good move. Now, when he says you're being, uh, I'm going to use the wrong word again, probably duplicitous. That's not the right word. I mean, you don't duplicative. really need a, Duplicative. Okay, you're being duplicative. Uh, there is enough kelp and recharge, would you say, where he should, doesn't need to buy a separate bottle or something? You know what? I won't say. Here's why kelp is kelp is really cool as a foliar, you know, and recharge does, has molasses in it. It's not the, I don't know, it stains as a foliar. So if yeah. you would want to use it as a foliar, sure, just regular kelp. As far as adding it along with the recharge in your reservoir, you definitely don't need it. And too much kelp, we were talking about it earlier, can cause foxtailing and weird stuff. So using it in the right proportions is, is important. All right. Well, is there anything he's missing or mandatory? I can see right off the bat that you said smell is important and there's nothing here to take care of smell. Um, with your one plant, you could be patient and hold off. A one plant can get funky, but one plant can also just be like if you're exhaust. I don't know if you're able to exhaust outside anywhere. You didn't say how you're exhausting. Um, if you have a way that you're exhausting outside, potentially – you might do just fine with one plant and very minimal or no carbon filtration. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. One plant in a two by two does right. not smell near as bad as like 20 in a 10 by 10 grow room. Just throwing it out so, there. It shouldn't smell very, very bad at all. But if you're running one of those AC Infinity fans, which I have no idea. I don't know much about those specifically, but you should be able to run it into a filter. Why not? Definitely. And if it's not the situation where if you're saying it needed to smell as little as possible so you don't potentially have it going into your neighbor's apartment or piss off your girl, but it doesn't mean that you're going to look at going to jail, you can hold off. And I mean, carbon filters are already available um, and you're going to download that fan. Keep your eye on a four inch carbon filter. Uh, if you have a local grow store that you can check out, we always suggest that. Otherwise, know that those are things that on Amazon Prime, they know sometimes people need those quick. You should be able to get one fairly quick. Um, you know, I'm thinking about that. Make sure you call AC Infinity because you have to match the fan with the filter. Too much, Correct. too much power will, or too little power, they won't work well. So, and I do know they sell filters too. Other things like to maybe take the, the bakery is going to blow away. It might happen. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's like what are those? Those are 50 now. 50 mile an hour winds is blowing through there. I'll say 40 to 50 mile an hour winds. <laughs> Yeah, I would say that since you're growing with a salt-based or synthetic line, such as Remo Nutrients, it's nice to know your pH, uh, what you're starting with. You don't have a pH pen here. I like to know I'm dialed in. Um, Hang also, on. Yeah. pH pens are very expensive and a pain in the ass. You can figure out pH by using essentially what the pool test kit is. You just so reminded me that I just bought another blue lab and I haven't checked the fucking solution in there in like a month. You know, that's what, oh, sorry, you're going to buy another $150 probe. I mean, it's a lab. I just don't need to use it every time is why. I mean, I do use it essentially if I'm changing nutrient lines or if I'm, you know, but I know my baseline off my tap is around seven. I can tell you this, if you don't have a pH pen 
and you use just those easy strips and clear water. Not, not the strips, your, not the strips. They've got a little, it's like a little uh, bottle. Shaker bottle thing, either way. Yeah, but it is, I don't trust the strips as much, but the shaker bottle, honestly, it's. It, I'm not saying it gives you a super, you know, 5.73, but you're like, yeah, it's 5.5, five, you know, 5.5, five, 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 six. You know, you using I will just lines. say a blue lab like that. That is uh, like industry standard, sure. not just for our industry, sure. like for labs and stuff. Right. That is standard. Uh, it is not that hard to just keep it in the the potassium chloride okay. storage. Not solution. my point. My just, point is this guy doesn't need to buy one for a two by two tent. <laughs> well, hold true. up. The reason I'm saying that okay, either one. If you get the strips, Scotty likes the shaker. They're both a very cheap way. You need a clear solution to do it. If you test the water off of your tap. And it's around seven. A lot of them are seven to seven five. New Millennium or Ramo will buffer it down to the range you need to be in. They usually, I think, the nutrient companies don't know what's in them. They know that. I don't know if a lot of tap water tries to achieve a seven to seven five off the tap, but mine is at like seven point three. And Ramo, this line will bring it down right to five eight to six two, depending on how much I'm adding of each one. Right. So you would be good to go. Um, what else could you be missing, man? We don't know until you set up your environment. You're very humid. Air exchange is where is your air coming from and where is it going? What, I mean, that's go ahead. I'm sorry, I was looking at where the uh, Gorilla Boost cocoa. You need you need uh, more than just cocoa. You need the, he's, you he's adding some worm. Okay, we got worm, and I would think I, I am liking the perlite. If you're going to add the worm to heavy it up, add some perlite to lighten it up. So, Not mandatory with quality cocoa. But I'm not against it either. It's kind of a grower's choice there. I mean, we, I've grown in straight canna plenty of times. Um, and Gorilla Boost is a good cocoa as well. I've had my hands in it. It's a it sourced well. Um, but I hear you. You're thinking a little more aeration, especially if you add too, not too much worm, but get the weight in there. Yeah, I mean, the worm heavies it up a bit, but it provides all that soil organic matter, all that soil organic material. And then, you know, it darkens it up. It really gives it a good texture. Uh, the castings, I'm sorry, the perlite, I know, you know, some people don't like perlite, that's fine, but it does lighten it up a bit. I'll put 20, 25% perlite in there and it really does give it a nice weight to it. And I'm assuming that this closet is in a bedroom and then that bedroom is gonna be this closet's long room, if you will. Yeah. Um, so whatever the environment of that bedroom is with air exchange, it's gonna affect your growth. So keep in mind, you said you're kind of maxed your budget right now. You might need to buy a dehumidifier. I don't know if you have AC to control, bring that bedroom down or Florida, do supplemental. Bro. Florida, what? he's in Florida. Yeah, so he probably has AC. You could do a supplemental AC. Smaller window units aren't that much, man. Like probably 200 bucks or something to pick up a 5,000 BTU where you could really control the environment in that bedroom. Maybe you need to cool it down more than the rest of the house or the rest of the apartment. And you could specifically control sure. that bedroom is something that you're gonna have to think about. You won't know that until you get everything set up and growing. Yeah, and you can get one of those $200 air conditioners as well. The single hose air conditioner for whatever they yeah. are. And for the cool bedroom your, area. Cool he mentioned, bedroom, uh, he's mentioned, he's looking at a pulse meter. Um, but you can't afford it right now. Get make sure you get a hygrometer. That's just a basic. It's going to tell you your temperature and humidity and memorize the minimum uh, and maximum set points that happen during the uh, 24-hour period. What's up? I'm listening, man. All right. Well, well, per your request at the beginning, Scotty, it says, "P.S. I would love to discuss Florida's medical programs and businesses with you guys or anyone on the DDC because after getting my job in the industry and learning how they operate it was eye-opening." as an honest worker and a medical patient alike. 
There's a lot of lies and dishonesty that is running what the true culture of cannabis has always been about. If anyone was ever down to talk about it, even in the Discord, try and get a hold of me because I would love to discuss this topic. Bring it, do it, bring it to the show. Yeah. Hit us back up and let us know. Follow Prohibition Report. We'd love it, especially DDC on the ground, I guess I say. What is it? Contact us? Is that how they get a hold of us? I would definitely. You can use contact us right on the homepage here. That will hit us up as well. Definitely. Um, Email response is slower during summertime, but it still happens. No, email me. I will get to it. Come on, man. Water slides be calling. Uh, I shouldn't do this about the author. Uh, What's that? You're like 16. You're going to be like taking PBRs and putting them in your your shorts and stuff, going down the water slide. (laughs) The saucy bandit. He didn't say no. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you might be honest. Hey, I think a, a PBR sliding down a water slide... Could be dangerous though. Okay, I at the water risk. slide, we were talking the last show about the ideal place to smoke. So for me to relive a summertime moment, if I could be at the water slide with a couple J's, a six pack of PBR, sure on ice in the cooler, some like of those generic ass nachos with the yellow cheese sauce. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, Plenty of jalapenos for you, dude. And the jalapenos. <laughs> I used to love that shit at the ball games, man. All right, hold on. The saucy bandit, when people take a drive home with offer, you, man. I like to read it. I was born in Denver and moved to South Florida with my mom at the age of five. By the time I was a junior in high school, I was drinking heavily almost every night to deal with the passing of two people close to me. To the point, I began having health issues. I began turning to cannabis as a way to deal with the emotional and physical pain in my life at the time. When I finally made it to college, I had no direction or help in my life and felt like I hated what I was learning. During this time, I was selling cannabis and concentrates to smoke for free and put food on my plate. After three years of changing my major multiple times, I decided to drop out of school to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. I went into a deep depression and felt like nothing can help. Now, three years later, I'm working at a medical grow facility in North Florida uh, with dreams of eventually working for or owning my own genetics company one day in my home state of Colorado. Cannabis has always been there to help me get me through my mental and physical battles. Now has led me on the path to a true career. I feel happy about showing up to daily. I listen to the podcast up to nine hours a day. No, too much. <laughs> well, I work in the bedroom and have learned so much. Thanks to this community. Thanks for the comment, Saucy wow. author, Saucy Bandit. Hell of a story. Thank you for sharing that. And I, uh, Yeah, get a hold of us. I would love to hear all about my motherland of Florida. Thanks for the It just gets weirder comments. and weirder down there. Every time we go to Florida, it just gets weirder and fucking weirder, man. Hey, next time, though... Machine Gun America, it's happening. I want to drive a tank. Tell you, my buddies were insulted. <laughs> I wanted to go to Machine Gun America. They're like, I got machine guns in my house. What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> but, but do they have a tank that they I can drive? They don't have a tank. I want to I crush a car with a tank. The, the billboard said you can do that. They got an armored bulldozer. Okay. That, I'm just that kidding. <laughs> there was that guy, the killdozer. <laughs> The best was sure. the guy that went to the police station just super pissed about, like, a parking ticket or something. Something like And just that. started rolling over cop cars in, like, a giant, uh, yeah. I forget what type of, like, work equipment it was. But if it that, guy, that guy was awesome. If it wasn't was real, pissed. it would be awesome. Uh, thanks for helping the comments here. DGC, Rasufa, Boosted Gardens, Mary Jane Calix. Appreciate the community and growers <laughs> helping growers. Right on. Before we get into our grows, I have to shout out. I don't have to. I want to shout out to the pros. Dogrows.com forward slash pros. 
Vote with your dollars over there. Coupon codes are listed out today just because I love it. Actually, we mentioned it because uh, the Saucy Bandit wanted to hook up on a Pulse Pro here. Pulse Pro. Uh, actually, I have a quick story about this because we were t- I was talking to my buddy who's running HLG 600s. I am as well. During that heat wave, we both were playing with turning them down. When you turn the knob on the light, you can feel like a little, if you go past a little point, like almost a click, you're like, oh, that's yeah. halfway. Yep. Um, to me, visually looking at the light at that point, and I know it's dimming, but it's not, it doesn't look like it's dimming crazy. And I want to measure the PPFD at that point so I can see, because I totally think when that thing's boosted, which I did my whole last time during veg, I'm using way more light than I need to, and I can save on power, heat, um, all said things. In the Pulse Pro meter, you can measure PPFD, Wells PAR, and all the other notifications and parameters it has, temperature, humidity, CO2. Uh, you can chart all this shit, get notified when things off, you know, outside of your set parameters. But that kind of, it didn't blow my mind, but I'm like, dude, I bet you I could have ran my light like at, I'm guessing maybe 400 watts. Because, what was it, 400 to what for PPFD for veg? It's like, what, 400 to 600 for veg PPFD and then about 800 to 900 is ideal for a flower. Uh, Diminishing returns is already happening at 800. At 800. 800. I was just trying to hedge my bets. Yeah. Right. Hey, by the way, I'll bet you, I'll give you $100, man. No, I'm just being a dick. I don't know what PPFD stands for either. It's like photo something. Photosynthetic photon flux density. Say it again. Uh, Photosynthetic photon flux density. And photons are the raindrops coming down. And this is a bucket collecting raindrops. And we're seeing how many raindrops we can collect in a second. Is that what we're doing? That is a a rudimentary analogy for it. Yeah, that 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 works perfect. Uh, Photons are light. That is how light is transmitted around. Deal. Got it. They also have a Pulse 1 at a lower price point. Coupon code DUDE will work on both these. PulseGrow.com. Uh, insurance for your grow. Scotty, you actually had somebody call uh, recharge insurance for the grow, which I agree with because it's helping you grow healthy plants and it's preventing problems. This is insurance for your grow for when a problem happens. You're either going to get an email or a text or both. However, you set it up. Lights came on at the wrong time. It even can do light flicker frequency if you're still running HID bulbs to detect voltage issues. So uh, it's advanced as you want it to be when you're within app. Multiple units and commercial facilities make Total sense. Pulsegrow.com. Uh, Coupon code dude will hook you up. I'll even tell you what's going on in, in my grow. It's not my grow. Yes, it's my, my brother. My brother trips grow, but yes. uh, he would because I would never do something so dumb like this. But uh, uh, hanging out in the grow, and mine goes off at, at midnight. My my lights turn off at midnight, and sometimes I'm a night owl. I'll work till one one thirty sometimes, and I don't feel too guilty. I'll try to get the fuck out of there as soon as I can after midnight. But I'll flip the lights on, finish what I'm doing, you know, for the last twenty minutes. So um, I did. I flipped the lights on and went and started doing about my business, and sure enough. I came back the next day and the lights were still on. I didn't flip, you know, you can either flip them to auto there. and I flipped yeah. it to on. And I came back, like I said, I came back the next day and I was like, holy shit, man. Oh, oh you know what? I came back the next morning and the lights should have been off. And I was like, fuck. Yep. Mine exactly was a, there's a perfect example for growers. I would never yep. do that. Power outage happens when you're away from home. You don't necessarily know what happens depending on how your appliances and right. shit's set up. Maybe that you don't see any flashing lights, but that offsets your timer. Your timer for your grow now has changed since the power outage. The Pulse Pro notified me. He's like, why the fuck aren't your lights on? 
they should be on by now. And, you know, so it can really help out. Right. Uh, and this is a so, good experiment to see how much that will fuck things up, you know, because I have some plants that are looking good in there. What is that? I mean, is that all anything else going on in your grow? That's where we're at in the show, you know? Oh, just, I got much. plenty of autos. I'm sorry. Sometimes I bring them out. Plenty of autos. Uh, no, nah, not just doing those cycles, man. I think uh, I'm pretty on to something. I was actually going to transfer. I've got my veg plants looking great, but I'm going to wait till the first. And every time I actually have to have discipline and just wait. But every time on the first, I'm going to put three new plants into flowering. And that would allow me to harvest three plants every time on the first. So it's that's the system. I just have to stay in town long enough to actually do it. Well, you wanted to bust balls. Like you said, I mean, it's the summertime... Uh, traveling's happening a little bit. Uh, you know, now that things have quote opened up a little bit more, I'm going to the States. I can't even talk about some of my frustrations still with that in Canada, but I hope, hope to, to see get... you soon, man. I miss you, brother. Jesus. Yeah. Once I don't have to jump through a million hoops of blah, 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 but that's not, that's, this is not that show. I am not growing. <laughs> you want to bust balls. I have two plants going Again, being repetitive, keeping the GMO going. Yesterday, I watered towards the end of the day. It's one of those days. Sometimes your day, if it's nice out all day, low to mid 80s or 22, 23, I don't know if I'm right, if you will, uh, trying to learn the Celsius more. But uh, your plants need you. You got to water. You got to be on it. And I had to water all my strawberry baskets, all my tomatoes, all my peppers. And then when you're doing all that, you notice, oh, I need to pick a few things. These things are ripe. And then I'm like, shit, these actually need to be these one gal peppers. I should top dress with a slow release uh, veggie fert. So when I'm out of town, my neighbor's watering. It just t- trickles through. Tick up. Oh, not bad. I'm not bitching about gardening. Hour and a half of my time out there. But I still had other things to do in the day. And that was when I thought, I'm sure glad right now I don't have to go take care of my grow tent. Because sometimes only the 5 by 5 tent needs an hour and a half or two yep. of my time. And at that point, I'm three and a half to four hours in a day of gardening when I have plenty of other responsibilities. And I sometimes not doing something for a while helps keep the passion. And when it comes back around like this late summer, early fall, when my grow tent's going again, right? I'm going to be stoked because my other gardens are going to be cutting down. I'm not going to have anything to do outside with them. Um, and it'll be a continuation of gardening. This is kind of an analogy as my kid went to the skate park the other day is really good on his, uh, rides a full 26 inch dirt jumper at the skate park but he wasn't having his day he kept i got a, I got a question what's a 26 inch dirt jumper that's instead of having a little bmx bike that are easy to whip around you got a full fucking mountain bike that you're doing shit with oh shit okay yeah. damn so yeah and he, he gets into it but then he got really hard on himself got very frustrated just basically had a bad time with it i'm like hey if you're do something else for a while. Go ride your other bike. Go do, you know, something. <laughs> do Don't something get... else for a while. Go ride your other bike. It's <laughs> very <laughs> diverse, man. <laughs> different style. Although I did not finish super frustrated. I guess it's not the greatest analogy. It's not like when I shut down my grow tent, I was pissed at it. Right. Um, it did just get too hot, though. And maintaining that in the garage, not to mention that's the exercise garage as well. So I'd be in there and the AC would be running and literally the backside of the AC that kicks out the heat is about six inches from like where you do like pull-ups and dips and all that. <laughs> so it just did not work out that great. But overall, it's like Ivan Drago, man, you know, training in the heat. Nothing is going on in my grow other than the outside shit. I never got around to plowing some outside cannabis plants and I'm fine with that right now. I have plenty of cannabis um, around for the time being. So, uh, yeah, 
It'll it'll be coming back around now. We're gonna be featuring Guru's Grow. He said he said he got his tent. He's I gonna was be gonna say you are gonna ask me what's going on with my grow? What, uh, what? What's up? Wait, what? My tent got here today. I got the notification like an hour ago that Very it's here. Cool. The five by five AC Infinity tent. Um, gonna start piecing that together here in the next couple of days and get that all together. And I will make a video and show that to everybody. Interesting. Yeah, I'm curious to see what that tent's like compared to the the gorilla. It they sold me on that has this cool mounting place for, for their controller for the fan that goes okay. with it. Smart marketing. All right, let's see. Let's see, man. If we have helped out your grow, you've had a chuckle, dudegrows.com forward slash support coming on $10 a month, man. You're gonna get that kickback all right away with the member benefits. Please consider listener-supported content. Keeping it real out there, guys. Uh, tell me who's slinging some recharge, though, these days. Oh, Toledo Indoor Garden Supply. And shout out to Hannah. They're having a customer appreciation day. Was that August 28th, Guru? Am I right on that? Yeah, August 28th. Everyone, if you're in that area around uh, Toledo, Ohio, go check them out. Yes. The reason I don't usually dig on customer appreciation days because it means they're getting the cheap hot dogs with the fillers. Oh, <laughs> No, they have nice food trucks now. You go there and they got a food truck for you. We had like stone tacos there or something. What nice, was the guy nice. at Wayne that was super heady tacos. Super heady tacos. Yeah, it was awesome. Fucking heady tacos, man. Those are some heady tacos. I can't decide if a food truck would be like a good entrepreneurial idea or just a lot of hard ass work. I know it's hard ass work. It can be lucrative, but yeah, yeah and that's a lot of hard ass work. And you've got to clean the truck and you know all that shit. Just say it's clean. All right, let's do some shout outs here. Let's put it in the bag. We got Philip the dog and Hashi. What's up? Just living again in the funk machine. The beard grows. Yes, it does. <laughs> and Northern Anna Fire. Your mom's got a green thumb, dude. <laughs> and Mr. Stammen Noodle. Stiffler's mom. Stiffler's mom. <laughs> uh, just, Justin and Evan Love. How you guys doing? Guys, gals. I don't really care. It all works out. Peace out. Stay higher, DGC. Hope you're having a good summer. Angry's the dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss man is to take a little break. That means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bomb. to do they shake their heads and natural medicine go ahead and try something new it's just weed it's just weed i like to keep the good vibes on it's just weed it's just weed i like to smoke it out me Why he hates the dank Just look at how he's being paid 